Welcome back to Amid Yomi, learning one Amid at a time, so that together we can make a communal siyam, Masechtas um, Megillah, this year on Purim, learning in the merit and the zuchos of the hostages, so they should return home speedily, healthy, and they should all return to full health, both in body and spirit. Today is num- num- day number 117 of captivity, 117 of this terrible war, and we're all doubting that this war should end, but end in a way that is in the best interest for Israel, Israel's security, and the Israeli people. Okay, so we're picking, we're today's daf is Dalit Amid Beis, but we're picking up on the bottom of Dalit Amid Aleph at the two dots. They're starting a new piece. So as we learned in our Mishnah, our Mishnah opened up saying that the villages would uh, would uh, advance the day of reading the Megillah earlier to a prior Monday or Thursday because Monday and Thursday is when the village, when the uh, farmer's market was open in the larger cities. And and therefore, in order, and therefore, the uh, in order to allow, well, actually, it's a subject of debate. We'll, we'll get to it right now. So, they, well, suffice it for now. We have to say that the uh, villages would go in. The villagers would go in on the Monday or Thursday preceding Purim, and that could either be you know, any day from Yud Aleph through Yud Gimel. Says our Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Amr of Hanina. So the sages were lenient with regard to the villages and allowing them to advance the date to the Monday or Thursday that preceded the 14th of the, at I.E. Purim. Why? So they should be available to provide water and food for their uh, the, those who reside in the towns, as in so they can have what to eat on Purim Day. Meaning to say that this enactment was instituted for the city dwellers, these, uh, these, these town dwellers. We wanted to ensure they have food. And therefore, we wanted the farmer's market to be open prior to Purim so that they can sell their uh, sell their provisions to those residing in the city. Therefore, we say, all you villagers, go in, go in on that Monday, go in on Thursday so you can sell food so that the, the next day or the following day, the people will have what to eat. Now, we have a problem. Remember, that is to say, that seems to imply the purpose of this enactment, of this leniency, this dispensation, if you will, was for the benefit of the town so they have their supplies for the Purim feast. But now we learned in a Mishnah, um, um, we learned in a, uh, in a um, Mishnah, however, our Mishnah, that in the event that the Purim, the actual day of Purim, the 14th, falls out on Monday, then everyone reads on Monday. And if you want to say the entire purpose of this enactment was so that before Purim, the people have what to eat, so the villagers should advance their readings the previous Thursday so that they can come in then. And when they come in then, they bring all their supplies to sell in the farmer's market. Again, if the whole purpose is we want to ensure that the farmers end up in the city prior to Purim to sell food for the Purim feast, so then when Purim falls out on Monday, the, we should allow the farmers to come on Thursday, the preceding Thursday. Says the Gemara, Havilah Asar. No, because that preceding Thursday is going to be on the 10th. And as we already learned in the, in the first Gemara, we only allow one to bring back the reading to the 11th. And there's the Asar, the rabbis never enacted it to be on Thursday. Um, and there, since that's not a designated day to read, we can't do that. Therefore, therefore what? So therefore, although it was for the benefit of the city, we wanted to ensure that the city dwellers had their food. We, we just don't have any recourse. We just don't have no way to get around this. Okay. Toshima. Okay, so I have a different, I, I, I can just take a, a different, a different issue, a different, uh, a different challenge. If 
Or when, as the Mishnah says, Purim falls out on Thursday, so everyone reads on Thursday. Vimisa. Now, if the whole point was so that the people in the city have uh, have food and provisions before Purim, so let the villagers come in, the farmers come in on Monday. That is, that's going to be the 11th. That's totally fine. Meaning to say, again, if the whole purpose is to be one ensure that the food gets to the cities prior to Purim, so when Purim falls out on Thursday, you should theoretically that, therefore require or allow the farmers to come in on the 11th, which is Monday. So, my answer is no. That once you have a day of assembly, we don't push it off to another day of assembly. Once you have a Yom HaKnisa, you have a farmer's market, which generally takes place on the Thursday, we don't shift it back to Monday. Okay. Omri, Yehuda is going to actually come along and say this is actually wrong. We, were, we're, we are approaching this whole situation wrong. We were working with the assumption that the purpose of this enactment was to allow the, the people in the city to have the requisite food for the Purim Suda. Says the Gemara, Tashmar, Omri, Yehuda, Amasa. When is it? When is it? This, again, we also, by the way, know this. So, when is it that we allow the, the uh, people to come in earlier? In a place where it was custom, it was custom for the people to gather in the cities on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, in a place where they don't typically enter the town on Mondays and Thursdays, so you can all read the Megillah on the 14th, on the 14th. If you think the whole idea is for the benefit of the towns, of the cities, um, so, so because the, the people don't generally enter the, the, the city on Mondays and Thursdays, the cities therefore should lose out and not get food for Pesach? How can that be? Excuse me, how can that be? Again, if the whole purpose was for uh, them to have the food for Purim, well, they're not going to have it. They're not going to have it, so who cares if they typically come in or not? So rather, says the Gemara Lotema, today, when this that Chanina previously said, the purpose is that you'd have food, food and water, what does it mean? Rather, why do we give them the dispensation? We don't give them the dispensation so that so that they the people in the, in the in the city will have food and water for Purim. Rather, we're saying because these villagers are the ones who are supplying the city with the food and water, as we say, the farmers are the backbones of the economy. We reward them and say, we're not going to give you the tircha, the extra exertion that you have to come in another day during the week. You're ready coming Monday. You're ready coming Thursday. We're not now going to make it come in Tuesday for Purim. So we give them dispensation. This heter is to allow them to come prior to prior to Purim so that they don't have to come in an extra time during the week. Okay. Mishnah continues. If the 14th of Adar falls on Shabbos, everyone reads that day. The Gemara is now going to say there's a bit of an inconsistency here. The Gemara says, You look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah starts off talking about the Yudalaf, um, as in the days of the month, but the latter half of the Mishnah is talking about the days of the week. Why do we have this inconsistency, either all days of the week or all days of the month? And the Gemara says, I don't want to get into this now just for the time, but it's basically, and you can look at it yourself, it just makes it much easier to understand that uh, when you, you we're using the two different counts, both the month and the days, because once you start reversing things, once you start reversing things, you're going to count them backwards with the month, it's going to get all confusing. I Meaning you're trying to work backwards, it's, it's going to be on one, you know, if today is uh, the 14th, and two days is going to be the 12th, etc. So this is, again, it's, just, it's, it's uh, to keep this keep clarity here. Next. Chodos Bereshav, Gemara continues quoting our Mishnah. If the 14th of, of 
of Adar, as in Purim falls out on a Friday. So first of all, everyone comes drunk to Kabbalah Shabbos. But tomorrow is right before we have Kabbalah Shabbos. Okay. So says the halacha, the halacha is, our Mishnah, our Mishnah says, if the 14th of Adar falls on a Shabbos, so then the villages read on Thursday, the large unwalled cities read on Friday, um, and the Mishnah says as follows, Mastisa money. Who says this? E Rebbe, E Yossi. So the Mishnah says, actually, we have two different statements, a statement from Rebbe and a statement from Yossi, and either one of them could have been the author of this Mishnah. So we're going to, let's, let's dissect this. My Rebbe, so why do we think this could be Rebbe? Ditani, because it was taught in a Brisa. Chalios Be'er Shabbos, it's the 14th of Adar, i.e. Purim falls out on Friday. Kfar Ma'yoraz the villages and the large unwalled cities read on Thursday. And the walled cities read on Friday. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi disagrees, he says, no, Amrani, lo yidzlu ayyoraz mimakamon, we don't move the unwalled cities from their, from their proper normal day of the 14th. Rather, the walled cities and the unwalled cities, as in Purim and Shushan Purim, that year are combined into one day, into Friday, because again, you can't read on Shabbos, which is going to be the subject of the end of this Gemara, and that is what Rebbe says. So again, our Mishnah stated that when Purim falls on a Friday, so the villagers read on Thursday, and the cities read on Friday. We said this could be Rebbe. How do you know it's Rebbe? Because we have a Brisa, which is an anonymous statement that says, when it falls out on Friday, so then everyone moves to Thursday, as in the unwalled cities and the villages move to Thursday, and Shushan Purim that year was on the 14th on the Friday. And Rabbi says, what are you talking about? We never push off Purim. We don't push off Purim, or in, this, or in case space, advance Purim. Rather, Purim and Shushan Purim take place on the same day. So he can be author of Mishnah, because he's effectively saying, villagers read on Thursday, and everyone else reads on Friday. Okay, so my time with comes. What's the time comes reason? What's his logic? That we're going to make Purim fall out that year on the 13th. So it says, Shana The puzzle says that every, each and every year. So just as in every year, on a typical normal year when Purim does not fall on Friday, we have the Purim always precedes Shushan Purim. So to here, Purim must precede Shushan Purim. So Purim will in fact now fall out on the 13th, or we'll celebrate Purim on the 13th to allow it to precede Shushan Purim, which is going to fall out this year on Friday. Again, because we can't read on Shabbos and we can't read on Sunday because Sunday is going to be now the, uh, the, the 16th. And as we know, you can't read past the 15th. Good. The Gemara says as follows. Well, maybe you can read it differently. Maybe the, the, it says, let this year should be like each and every every year, each and every year, just as each and every year, Purim is always on the 14th. So too, this year, Purim should be on the 14th and... We'll have to have Purim and Purim smushed into one day. So Shani Hachad left. The Gemara said, no, there's no, it's not possible. It's not possible. We can't have the unwalled cities read on the 14th. Why? Because we need to have the unwalled cities read on the 13th to proceed to proceed Shushan Purim. So, good. For Rebbe, my time. What's Rebbe's reasoning? Now that we see the Tanakhama explains, his understanding is, you have to always have Purim proceed Shushan Purim. So what's Rebbe's logic to allow Purim and Shushan Purim to be on the same day? Just like every year, unwalled cities always read the 14th. We never have unwalled cities reading on the 13th. We're not going to push it off. Now we're going to ask the same question. Uh, I guess the, the inverse, if you will, the previous. Well, when you can read each and every year, just as each and every every year, um, Purim precedes Shushan Purim. So to this year, Purim precedes Shushan Purim. You shouldn't make it on one day. Shani Yochad left. No, it's not possible because we want to interpret the first Chol Shana Shana. Tell us 
that we don't move Burn from its place, so it's not possible that Burn from Sea Shusha Burn on this year. Great. So what where that leads us is Rebbe can be the author of our mission that says that when Purim falls on a Friday, we read on uh, regular uh, unwalled cities read on Friday and villages read on Thursday. We said also the mission could be Rebbe Yossi's. Now, how could it be Rebbe Yossi? What does Rebbe Yossi say? My Rebbe Yossi, the tiny. We learned in a different price. Chalios be'er Shabbos. If the 14th of Adar falls on the eve of Shabbos, walled cities and, and villages advance to Thursday at various bells we never have wall cities reading before on see we never have wall cities I just I'm sorry I, I just read that way too fast try it again the walled cities okay give me one second let's let's re let's reset here the Tanya says Rabbi how do Chalios be'er Shabbos when Purim falls on a Shabbos walled cities and villages Read on Thursday, meaning to say that Ayurus Kadolos, our regular city, is going to read on the 14th, whereas Shushan Purim, the series, is going to be on the 13th. So, just, just to contrast, um, Rebbe in the previous price has said that everything is the Shushan Purim and Purim are on one day. Here, we're effectively saying, Rebbe Yossi is saying, Shushan Purim becomes Tainus Esther. So now Purim is out of order. We have Shushan Purim, Yushalayim, and everyone else. So now the Gemara says, um, then Raviosi said, that's that. Raviosi, Omar, no. Ain't comes to come Walled cities cannot proceed on walled cities. Everyone reads on the 14th. So now my time to kind of come. So what's the reason kind of come? Where the kind of come says, in this case, Shushan Purim takes place on Tainas Est on the 13th. It says each and every year. Just as every year on walled cities are always the 14th, we never move. Uh, 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 we never move. We never move Purim. Additionally, we never have walled cities and unwalled cities reading together. Sorry, Rebbe. We never have that. So, so too here, we can't move uh, Perm. Perm is unmovable. It's a proper day. It was Manasseh that was Los Manasseh. But also, we can't have Perm and Shushan Perm on the same day because we never have it that they're on the same day. Therefore, we have to say that Shushan Perm has to come before Perm on the 13th. Maybe we can say no. Maybe it doesn't each every year. Walled cities do not proceed on walled cities. So to here, we can't have the walled cities reading the 13th. There's no, there's no alternative, no option. We need to have the um, walled and unwalled cities read it. We can't have them read the same day. So we have to uh, we have to move it to the 13th. My time to What's the reason Rabiosi who says, no, walled cities and unwalled cities will read the same time? So it says, no. It says, each and every year, just each and every year. Unwalled cities always precede walled cities. So to hear walled cities cannot proceed. Um, so to hear walled cities uh, have to come after unwalled cities. So good. But what about each and every year where we have Shushan Purim Purim are two different days? So to hear should say as well, they should be different days. Shani hacha left sure it's not possible. So we conclude as well that Rabbi Yossi says that in, a, in, in the event that Purim falls on a Friday, we read Purim and Shushan Purim on the same day because we can't have Shushan Purim preceding Purim. Okay, good. Now the Gemara continues. Vesava Rabbi Ayaris Lodefinia If you recall previously, Rabbi said we never shift Purim from the um, from the, uh, for, the, the its proper day. Is that really true? Is that really true? We never shift Purim from its proper day. Vahatanya. I have a different price. Chalos b'Shabbos. If Purim falls out on Shabbos, 
Kfar Makim Leo Knisa, the villages read on the day of Thursday. Viras Kedolas, Karim Be'er Shabbos, and large unwalled cities read on Erev Shabbos. So look, we are advancing it earlier to the uh, to the 13th. And walled cities can read on Sunday. Why? Because that's the 15th. Because again, this is when Shabbos is the 14th. Rabbi Omar, Amarni, very interesting. He says, once we're shifting the, the village, the towns, actually, the cities, from the regular day because we don't read them on Shabbos, we should read it on the Yom Kanisa rather than reading it on Friday. So, can this be? Are you really making this comparison? Hello, there's a big difference. Here, it's Shabbos, and therefore the unwalled cities are not allowed to read. And once we're going to shift it, shift it to a day when everyone is going to read, or as many possible people are going to read, and that would be Thursday. Here, however, in the case of Ereshav, Ereshav is your lottery. The only reason you have a Hamimina thought to move it is because you, want, you don't want it to coincide with Shushan Purim. And we, it says, Rebbe, low Ereshav, we, no we, no, we have no recourse. We have to go this way. Okay, so that's what he says. Gemara continues, Come on, Azul Hadam Rav, Chalva Amar Rav, Huna. Gemara now wants to identify who said the following statement. Purim Shalos B'Shabbos, Hakol Nuchim Aknisa. If Purim falls out on Shabbos, everyone shifts to Thursday. Gemara, before it looks for the source, says, excuse me, Hakol Nuchim Aknisa, really? Everyone moves to Thursday? Why? What happened to Shushan Purim? They should be reading Sunday, right? That's the proper day they should be reading. Because the Yudalit is Purim, that's on Shabbos. And that means Tesvav, the 15th, is Sunday, Shushan Purim. So why should we move everyone to Thursday? No. Anything that's supposed to move, because it can't take place in its regular day, i.e., regular Purim on Shabbos, that shifts to Thursday. Come on, who says this? Karebi? This is Rebbe of the Bryce above, because Rebbe said, once you move once you move a day, move it to the day when as many possible people are reading, i.e., move it to uh, Thursday. Okay. Gemara now, the assumption here is we can't read on Shabbos. Why not? No one believes you're allowed to read the Megillah on Shabbos. My time. Omarava, this is the famous Gezeira de Rava, famous anachronism of Rava. Hakol Chayova Bikrit Megillah. Everyone is obligated in reading the Megillah and in blowing the shofar. Although that statement's a bit, a bit of controversy that belongs here. Okay. But not everyone who is obligated knows how to read the Megillah. It takes someone to know how to lay it. You need Jonathan Falk in your show if you want to have uh, if you want to have someone read the Megillah. So therefore, because let's say you have someone who's a I don't know a neophyte, they don't know how to uh, lane. They want to lane. What are they going to do? They'll take the Megillah and they'll go to the false house and say, "Can you teach me how to lane?" And if it's Shabbos, they're carrying the Megillah in, which is a in public domain. So Therefore, we say We don't want to, we want to uh, be cautious. We don't want to cause someone to carry the Megillah in public on Shabbos. So we say, no, read the Megillah on Shabbos, because you're going to end up carrying the end of Abraham's spiritual Sarabim. By the time of the shofar, by the time of the Lulu, the same reason for shofar, people might want to, don't know how to blow shofar, they're going to go to Andy's house, learn how to blow the shofar, or when it comes to Lulav, they don't know how to tie the Lulav, and therefore they, they're going to go ask someone to teach them to tie the Lulav. So, um, um, so we, we want to avoid people carrying in, in public domains. So we, 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 the rabbi says, no, doing any of these three things on Shabbos. Ravyosi or Ravyosi gives a different reason. This is a fascinating reason. Why are we not allowed to read the Megillah on Shabbos? Shall the Suas make Megillah. So all the uh, the people who are poor, 
anxiously await Megillah reading because they know what comes with the Megillah reading. Matanas Levionim. They're, they're going to get money to get sustenance. And, or, and, and now they're going to show up to Megillah reading on Shabbos. They're not going to get the money. They're, they're going to get very worried. They're going to get anxious about it. So we, when we shift, so we, therefore we shifted all the Megillah to the, another day during the week, uh, either that Friday or Thursday, depending on who you're passing, like in that Brisa. is also a Brisa. Even though we say villages may read on the uh, on the on the, the previous Yom uh, Knisa, so Monday or Thursday, go in Baba Yom. They can collect the gifts on that day. They can distribute on that day. So this, what does that mean? That's very ambiguous. On which day? So the Gemara says no. Let me clarify. What are you talking about? No, to the contrary, because they said that you're supposed to read it then. Again, this is all very ambiguous. What do you mean? The, 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 the word seems off. Afal p, afal p. What afal p means? Even though it doesn't, that, that's not what's happening here. Now I know I'm being very unclear because that's the Gemara is unclear. So the Gemara is going to clarify. Ella says the Gemara as follows. Since the rabbis say that these villages can advance the reading to the Yom Knisa, that day, as in that Thursday or that Monday, we say that's when you give your matanos levyonim, not on Yudala property, because the Yaniim are waiting for their money. And the Gemara is going to go on and we'll begin tomorrow saying that not, that's not with the rest of Purim. Simchas Purim is not that way. It's only with Megillah, and along with Megillah comes matanos levyonim, that we say that if you advance it, Megillah and matanos levyonim will go together. I wish you all a wonderful day. Day.